One second. Are we going? Yeah. What's up, guys? Shut up. What's <laughs> up, guys? This is a Nest podcast with your boys, Mike, Tony, and Harry. Oh, shit. Mike, Tony, and Harry. <laughs> Mike. And we got a uh, we got uh, special guest, Andrew, again. You almost forgot my name. We got a... Uh, Just that shit out. <laughs> you can't swear? Well, now we have to start over. All right, all right. Hey, take two. Take two. What's up, guys? This is your boys, Mike, Tony, and Harrison. Back at the Nest Podcast, Kaka, with a special guest star here, Andrew Drokowski. Look him up on Facebook. His band, Big Balls, ACDC cover band, drummer. Uh, you got our boy, Eagle Scout, fellow Eagle Scout, Jeremy Polk-Robic here. Check him out on Facebook. Uh, nothing really significant about him. <laughs> Death Rocky in training. Yeah. He's our top gun person here. Even though it's like <laughs> naval flight. Nah, okay. naval movie. Same thing. Yeah. Anyway. We are here to interview him and him solely, and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but he's here. I care about you. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> but he's here. T- Tony is a safe place. Just look at a safety pin. Oh, wait. All right, Jeremy. Yeah. What's the question we have for Jeremy? Hey, wait a second. This is the nest. <laughs> I'm Harrison. That's Tony. I'm Mike. Mike. This is episode 025. Coming in hot. The nest. The nest. That was 025. Is it 025 or 026? No, the last one we tried was 025. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Episode 019 in progress. (laughs) Yes. All right, here we are. Here we are, guys. We We are in the lovely wilderness of North Dakota. Lovely. Don't come here. (laughs) We drove... Five hours through fog thicker than Mike's underpants, and we got here. We got here to hang out with and see our good buddy Jeremy, because he abandoned us for this rustic nature, because for some reason he hates paved roads, lit you know streets, and good-looking females. But anyway, <laughs> Jeremy, at what age did you get your Eagle Scout? I was... This is bad. You were I think I was 16. No, you were 17. No way. We were both 17. I Actually, I know the year. I got my Eagle Scout. Well, do you have your card? Actually, I know right here. No. I have it saved on my phone as my screensaver. All right. Be, pre- <laughs> be prepared. Example. Except for now it's not popping up. Oh, it's not. I think I got my Eagle Scout December 28, 2015. So you've been 16, So that was three 16. years ago? Since yeah. Oh, I, oh, wow, you're that far before me? I thought we got it the same year. Did anyway. you do a dual this ceremony with Nika? No, that was, no, that was me, Tony, and Nika. December 28, 2015, yeah. So I was right. Yeah. Okay. It was me, Tony, and Nika. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you a mental Look, trio. I'm glad you remembered that. <laughs> I do remember that, dude. It's on my uniform. And I took Clay's off. Um, Sweet. I didn't make a room. Yeah. But uh, I guess, you know, talking, helping, and coaching Tony through scouts wasn't uh, wasn't enough. No, your dad outshone you. <laughs> Apparently. You gave one to Pete? Yeah, I gave one to yeah. Pete. Yeah, oh, he doesn't still- even know his name or... What he looks like. Hold on. He's stealing He's stealing uh, Jeremy's thunder here, right? This is about him. What is it about <laughs> Jeremy me? also what didn't give me a mentor, Ben. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Andrew, what year did you get yours? 
I was 17. What so year? Been 20 and the date. So, What's the date? I don't remember the exact 2014 date. 2014 or 2013. I remember mine. So it would have been uh, 2013, I think. Yeah. I keep forgetting how much older you are than me. Yeah. You're 21. You're 21, yeah. How old were you when you got yours? Me? Yeah. Slightly before him, right? Yeah. Yeah, you were before me. I was the second one of the troop. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I followed Ryan by a couple months. Oh. Granted, I did finish with, like, five times in their badges. But. <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? Uh, let me see. I, I've got my card. We all got our cards, except for Jeremy's. And I was in 2014. <clears throat> you got your card? Yeah, I got my card. Let's all double check this. Uh, three seventeen fourteen has satisfactorily completed the requirements and is hereby certified as an Eagle Scout. One one twenty three seventeen. My birthday is one four seventeen. I got it after my birthday. I got mine five twenty two seventeen. Hey, that's the day before my birthday. You almost got it on a good day. Almost <laughs> a good day. The day hell froze over. You know, that's actually something that I've been wanting to talk about. Maybe just in general, not necessarily on the podcast. But uh, do dates matter to you guys? Depends For on what? Like, like just in general? general? Like women? <laughs> <laughs> like like a birthday. I mean, do you go out of your way to go to someone's birthday party? No. Depends on the person. Okay. Alright, say it was me. Yeah. No. <laughs> no? Last year we threw you a birthday party and you didn't show up. You did? Yeah. We did? Where? At Andrew's house. Where was I? At work. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> they yeah! had a birthday party. I, get there. I came after work, didn't I? I think. Maybe. Was I not invited? You were probably born. You, were you probably right. didn't even see the Facebook message. Yeah. You never checked that. I was, I was, I was there. at your bonfire. I know. I was I, at your house. I, I was there. I didn't have a bonfire. bonfire. I remember. Was that. I there for Mike's birthday that he didn't show up to? When's your birthday? January 4th. Yeah, That's you probably, probably weren't there. I probably was there. Oh. Yeah. I remember Man. that. One of you texted me, oh, we'll just have your birthday party, but you you, you don't have to come. Well, we can't do everything. And I came there after work, I think, to see Gracer, and you were still there. And you were still there. He was there, but he left like five minutes later. Quite the party. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, guys. Had a hard day at work, and glad my pals could be there for me to have cake and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Harrison's birthday. When's your birthday? January 24th. January 2? It's why It's the 23rd. Oh, okay. Figured you'd know. Cause, you know I'm That's when I got here. my Eagle Scout. Um, yeah, so... I don't know, I just... When I think of like people's birthdays and stuff, I just God, it's you're a year older. But honestly, are you? You're just a day older than you were the day before. You know what I mean? So why is the day before? What's that? It's just not significant day before. (laughs) But does it matter? It's your birthday, Uh, not the birth couple days later. Yeah, but (laughs) what? I still still have to go to work though. Yeah, a lot of people take their birthday off. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't. I don't think I ever took it. I'm not talking about like us our age. I'm talking no about days yeah. off. No days off for me. No yeah, days and you off. And you work at Walgreens. They don't respect their employees anyway. Well, does <laughs> one really work at Walgreens? Does <laughs> <laughs> one just excuse me? One just kind of counts money in stocks. Stuff. I don't right? count the money. They don't you, trust me with that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly is a 
Have you been cashier? Yeah. And you're like, so you do a little bit of everything, don't you? Yeah. Is there any position other than cashier? Yeah, there's like janitor. You just Is there any positions you have to work for? <laughs> yeah, I work. I work the. I'm like the photo specialist there. People will come to me and like, I don't know how to set up this floating photo frame, and I'm like, okay, you do that. I don't know. They're not. They're not the best quality. Yeah, <laughs> I printed a lot of pictures off there. there so now you're <laughs> trash talking your company on the internet. That's true. Why are you currently working? But it's the truth. <laughs> um. Well, are you currently working? They do. There? Yeah. Are you? They do have a lot of quality stuff. I've done a bunch <laughs> of photo. I I have actually done a bunch of photo stuff at Walgreens. If you guys ever come over to my house, you'll see I have a big floating frame on my wall that I personally did at Walgreens, and it looks great. Fantastic. I know. Yeah, it's, it's and beautiful. we got a cart boy here who also doesn't do a good job at work. We picked him up a few times for work and there's carts all over the freaking parking lot. And Tony's one job. Keep the parking lot clear of carts and put them back. back. Rassle up those carts and we end up hitting seven of them. <laughs> well, that might so. be a driving That's problem, not, not a Tony problem. problem. True. Right, Your Tony. incompetency shouldn't have it was in my parking sure. spot. Hey, can we yeah. not use big words like you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, dates don't, I don't know. I just, they don't hold very much significance to me. I don't know. Except for Maybe the 4th of July. Yeah. That's pretty important. Oh, gosh, that's the <laughs> least important. <laughs> well, like, do you celebrate finals? No, I take them. Yeah, but do you, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you take them because it's that day? Or do you take them because it's... Yeah, I take them because it's that day. What am I supposed to take? No, 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 no. So are you there because it's finals day? Or are you there to take a test? Better to take a test. Exactly. The date has nothing to do with it. It just happens to be on that day. It has everything. It would make no more difference if it was on the 14th instead of the 13th. And it wouldn't be finals One less day to study. What? One less day One to less study. One less day to study. Uh, but You're screwed otherwise. No, you, you have the same amount of study anymore. Yeah, just don't cram. I don't study. Show up to class and, you know... Stay awake. Yeah. That's so hard. It is a challenge sometimes. <laughs> Especially when you have 8 a.m. Oh, Let's see here. I, I, so I, I wake up at 3.30, I go to work, and then after work I go directly to class. And uh, I hate my teacher, and I hate my class. You only have one class? Well, I'm just kidding. I'm getting a day. Hmm. Take four. Full load. Oh, I wake up at 3.29 and go to work. You don't work until noon. What? I go to different work. Yeah, I am. No, you don't. Flying doesn't Either count. way, I do something. Flying doesn't count. I'm taking 20 credits outside of flying. Yeah! What are you taking? Uh, I'm taking a human factors class. How many credits is that worth? Three. Mm. What? Do you know how, how does the credits work at Normandale? Isn't it just how many hours it is? No. Then it's probably different. It's kind of like the value of the glass. Well, yeah, but it's like That's based on... Wrong. It's like credit hours. Well, it's pretty true. I mean, you think about it, like a science class is worth more than a karate class. Because you put more time into the science class. Well, I show up yeah. the same amount of time. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. If it's a four credit hour class, you show up to class four times a week. Sometimes yeah. more. Well, I was if doing taekwondo one, there. I was there four days a week. For how long each week? An hour. How many credits was that? One. It's taekwondo. <laughs> yeah, if you're not as important as math. Your school doesn't do it the same as every other school. I don't know. Isn't yours credit hours the same way? 
I'm, all my classes have been four four credits. How many times do you go a week? Well, it depends. My Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes you go three times. How? Tuesday, Thursday classes you go two times a week. How how yeah. long are each of them though? Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes are an hour and five minutes. Tuesday, Thursday classes are an hour and thirty five minutes. See, that's about yeah. So that's four hours. That's a week. about four yeah. hours. Okay, so let me think here. The two classes that I actually go to Normandale for, because the other two are, like, altered online. Um, I go to one from 2 to 3.20, and that's Tuesday and Thursday. The one I go to on Wednesday, that's the one I don't like. The one I go to on Wednesday, I'm there from 2 to 3.50. And they're the same credits. Mm. I think they're both three. Mm. Last semester, I had a class Tuesday, Thursday, three hours and 15 minutes long. Gross. Five credits yeah. only. What is that? It was an intro to flying class. Flying is It's not the flying, <laughs> it's the sitting in class lecture. It's the same thing as flying. Flying related. Yeah. How is that the same thing as I mean, flying? Flying related? It's an intro to flying! Yeah, you're not going up in the sky. Oh, but it's about flying. You're learning, yeah. like, laws and stuff. It's so boring. You don't need to know laws when you're up there? You do. There you go. It's related. Yeah, okay, fine. If you can't do it based on that, I did the three hours on Tuesday and Thursday, and then through the semester, I also racked up, like, 70 hours of flying. Mm. Good. So... <laughs> That's right, on average, average and you're even in class. On average, what altitude are you at when you're flying? <laughs> it varies. <laughs> All right. We can well, go last up to like 10 flew. to 14,000. Last time I flew, I was at like 5,500. No, not me, man. I, I, no. Yeah. I jumped from a plane at 13,000. Wow, nice. Yeah. <laughs> With his grandpa, too. Yeah, my grandpa did it. That's sick. I want to go skydiving. I'm going to stay on the ground. Yeah, you have to like <laughs> knock me the heck out before... Give me that high. I've a lot of people actually pass out when they jump. I've flown Every an time. airplane moving backwards. They haven't done that. I didn't believe I you. I moved backwards on a flying move backwards airplane. backwards on airplane? Hey, Jeff. Hey, explain that to me. Explain that to me. How does move backwards? Because all that you need to generate lift in an airplane is air moving over the wings, which means the wind is just blowing hard enough that you're getting lift without moving forward. Because we had, like, engine... Or like we were sitting up like this, really high, like so we were looking up into the sky. So we were generating a lot of lift because the more you look up, yeah. the more wing is exposed, and the wind was blowing super hard. So the wind's blowing us at say 40 miles per hour, and we're only moving forwards at 30 yeah. miles per hour. So then technically we're moving over the ground backwards, oh. 10 miles an hour. Mm. Oh, now it makes sense. Really I thought you meant that you had like. And theoretically, you can land. You can <laughs> land like that. You can do a helicopter landing in an airplane. Really? Have if you, you have it? the right conditions. I've done it in a simulator. It's pretty. It's really <laughs> weird because you're just like coming in, except you're just in the same spot. And you like you have to do it just right because the wind's blowing so much. If you angle up too much, then you just like take off again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I did weird, a cool. I did an Air Force simulator one time. I was a oh I don't know if it was a field trip or something, but there's a our uh, JROTC Air Force program down in Minneapolis, and and we went in there. They had flight simulators, big freaking things. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna try this. I take off, I crash. <laughs> take off again, I crash. Third time I crashed on purpose because it was fun. <laughs> I was in the air for a total of like six minutes, is what I'm saying. 
<laughs> yeah, flight simulators at Mall of America too. Yeah, have you seen those? I, I've never done them there, mm -hmm. but I feel like isn't it like ten dollars though to do that twenty? No, it was pretty expensive. I I went there for a birthday party. Was it middle school? Oh, uh, it wasn't cheap. Oh, they opened up the escape rooms there. We should go there. Have you done those before? No, I've really wanted to try I've it. Never done yeah, it okay. Yeah. What I did was uh, fun. We did it for work one. We time. had to solve a mystery when I did it at oh. Escape NN. Well, yeah. It was like I didn't really find <laughs> that team building, but that's what they're supposed to be. Well, there's like ones where it's like a bomb. Yeah, this one, we had to get out of a room. Yeah. And find clues. We can do that. We can do that in the morning and then follow it up with a uh, murder mystery dinner. No. Speaking of teamwork <laughs> and bombs, I remember this last year. <laughs> we're, yeah. at, uh, we're at the Air Force Base over here, and uh, we're doing this, like, scenario. And for the scenario, I was the bomb squad, and we were, like, trying to... Find and defuse this nuclear bomb before it killed everybody, and uh, so I'm working on this bomb, and my whole squad's like got the whole line around me, or like a perimeter set up so I can defuse this bomb because there's still contacts coming at us, and then they all just like left, just randomly, <laughs> like they just walked away and just forgot I was there or something. So then this guy comes over and he's like, "Yeah, no, now you're dead." So then, <laughs> I got killed, and I was the only one who technically could defuse the bomb. So yeah, don't leave your wingman behind. That's the <laughs> key. Because we all died to the nuke. Oh, you know what? That's, a, that's another good question. Hey, Jeremy, now that you're both in pilot school and in college, I think it's a fitting question to ask you. Um, what good qualities do you look for in a wingman? In a wingman? Yeah. <laughs> no, here's a, good, here's a real question for you. Go ahead, Mike. How do you find a back azimuth? A what? Back azimuth. I don't know what a back azimuth is. Oh, you don't do any land navigation? Yeah, but I've never called it a back azimuth. Oh. What is that? It's opposite of your forward azimuth. So just the reciprocal of your current heading? Alright, so if, you're, if your azimuth is 360 degrees, your back azimuth is 180. 180. Yeah. That's how you find it. I don't know how much land navigation you do. I thought you would have done that's the one thing I was good at in the military was land nav. What? I didn't, I just didn't know what you were saying back azimuth. Yes, we've done like azimuth stuff and compass walking around and things, but you can do <laughs> Walking around? <laughs> wow. When you say walk around, well, I mean, look, look, look at like North Dakota. Dude. We have nothing here. It's farmland. It's flat. The biggest elevation change is like 50 feet. Across the entire state. <laughs> okay, fair. We don't have forests. Like, that's not a thing, we have farm fields. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Just thought I'd ask. Well, we've like, what else can I quiz done you? different things, but, and it's the same idea of flying, when you're tuning in, like, tracking the VOR, which is, like, to find airports. You got same the, idea. You got the Airman's Creed down? I'm not saying it to you. <laughs> but do you have it down? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Because you're, uh, you call a bunch of stuff? You can't recite a specific them? job. Huh? Is there a specific job? What, what, what are you training for? Pilot? Hopefully. Okay. We don't know yet. Oh, you won't know until you're out, basically. You guys call it MOS? I, I don't think so. Maybe? No, I mean, yeah, basically, I think it's not across the military MOS. No, they, like... no, 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 they don't call it. It's AFS, AFSC. Oh, okay. My MOS had a specific creed, too, so we had to learn the Army's creed and the Infantryman's creed. 
The infantryman's creed is significantly longer. The airman's creed is duck, shoot, duck. Dodge, dive, duck, shoot, shoot. The airman's creed has a little bit to it, but it's not too bad. It's probably about the same. I doubt as it's the as long as the army one. But the other thing is with the Air Force stuff, like we have all these different things, like code of conducts and things that I've memorized, and they say that as soon as you commission it, literally nobody cares whatsoever. <laughs> they say they've never heard anyone say this stuff. They just make us memorize it because it's like good discipline. It's about the same size as the Army's. About the same. Half the infantrymen's. That's a lot to remember. You could probably say half the infantrymen's now. <laughs> you want you want to say it, Mike, or no? I'm just <laughs> not quite sure where you're going with this. I was just I'm quizzing okay. him, you know, because it's kind of fun <laughs> for me, you know. All right. I like this type of stuff, Harrison. <laughs> okay. You have to shoot anything awesome. Nope. No. He's in the Air Force, dude. Well, you have to train with, like... There's, like, guns. seven snipers in the All Air Force. All we do is drop warheads on foreheads, Mike. Yeah, the guy... <laughs> he's got, I'm sure he's got to learn how to use a hand of six hour at some point, you know? I've done plenty of shooting, but not through the Air Force. All right. Should just security forces. You'd be one bad... bad yeah, guy. I know. We work with the security forces at the Air Force base. You're sick. You ever had to deal with the ones at, uh... The one near Minneapolis Airport, Fort Snelling? They're jerks. <laughs> anyway. Or what are you looking at me for? Are you talking? Oh, you're getting... So when you say you're getting the OCP pattern, mm -hmm. is it the exact same as the armies? Um, I haven't looked into it too much because from what I... Like, I literally just found out about this like a week or two ago because I knew the Air Force was switching to them, but when they told well, us, they said it was when we commissioned... Yeah. So I wouldn't be getting it till after I graduate from college. But apparently every, all airmen, whether it be ROTC or active duty, have to be moved into it by October 1st next year. Yeah, here, here you go, here you go. That's the exact same as my so uniform. See, yeah. I thought it was like pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, and you got your airman uh, insignia there. Yeah, it's just Are the patches on that one Velcro on? Yeah. Like the name tag and everything? Yeah, you got to be able to take them off because... Uh, when, usually when you're on a FOB, a forward operating base, you don't have a name tag on. You don't have the Air Force. You don't have the Signon. Mm -hmm. Or if you're going into battle, you don't have all these on either. This is just for, like, you know, kind of show. So mm -hmm. it has to be easy to take off. But, yeah, those ones are way more functional, too. And the pockets are actually useful on those. Yeah, they're like zipper ours pockets. Ours are button pockets. Like you have to undo oh. a button to get to any of the pockets. It's not too effective. Yeah, uh, and it's a nasty, uh, nasty material. Like, it's comfortable, but it's like a thick cargo, like this. This oh, is the, sure. the old army ACUs, the digital-looking ones, they had Velcro everything. The Velcro pockets. <clears throat> the, these ones have zipper pockets, and these two front ones are Velcro too. But mm -hmm. I think they have the option for zippers too. It depends on, like, you'll be issued the basic, but I'm sure you can find one where you buy the zippers. Mm -hmm. But I like the zippers way better than any other option. <laughs> It's handy. You kept your little notebook right here and a pen in there. Zipped it back up. You're ready to go. And that's all you needed. Had your compass right here or something. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, ours are annoying, the pockets, because you have to have it, like, buttoned. Anytime you're... Like, you have to have it buttoned at all times. So it's very annoying. It's like you carry your cap in there because you can't wear it indoors. So as soon as you want to go outdoors, you have to undo the two big buttons that are tucked underneath the flap, grab the cap, button it back up, and then wear it. Yeah. 
takes too much time. <laughs> so basically, this is a four-year program, ain't it? Yeah. And you're two, almost two years in now, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you're not showing any signs of, signs of slowing down, are you? No. <laughs> you got your grades up? Yeah. Okay. We're making sure are those standard issue glasses. No. <laughs> okay. Get standard issue glasses. No. <laughs> They're indestructible. Thanks. I'll break them. Yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> I guarantee it. I've seen guys do terrible things to those glasses. That basically. Yeah, yeah, if I shy with an arrow, would break. Maybe. I've seen a lot of stuff break with arrows. So I might get LASIK surgery at some time. No. You can do that now. Waste of money. Anyway. Are well, you? I wouldn't be a waste of money if I'm not allowed to fly with glasses, but if I get LASIK surgery, then I am. Oh, okay. Then, so then it's not really a waste. You're fine, you're fine. <laughs> so are you not going to do any, like, guns in the Air Force, then? Well, I mean... I hope it just do. said warheads on foreheads, dude. Yeah. I mean, realistically, if you think about my job title as someone in charge, sadly, I might be working a desk job. Yeah. And telling people like you what to do. <laughs> I mean, at least I have to shoot guns. Yeah, you have to fly an airplane over your head and eliminate everybody, so then you could shoot guns on the people I missed. It was pretty cool. It was, I, I don't know if I told you, but it was pretty cool one time. I know Harrison's Tony heard this story before, but we were doing the AT-4 rocket launchers. Mm -hmm. Off in the distance, you saw the paratroopers jumping out of the C-130s. Joseph was like, don't aim at those. <laughs> we were shooting at old Sherman tanks down in the field. It's pretty baller. <laughs> you saw the video of the C-130 doing a loop-de-loop? -loop? No! Oh, God, I would die, man. No. That plane is big. Seeing yeah. it do a loop-de-loop -loop is insane. Well, when did they come in service? That was like the 70s or 80s, wasn't it? I have no idea. That thing's a beast. Yeah, it's still a beast in today's standards, yeah. They, they, uh, they, uh, fix them up, though, to meet today's standards. But, yeah, they're basically... They literally can do everything. With cargo, or they have the gunship variants. Transportation, gunship... They carry tanks and Humvees, everything. Yeah. I like to see the... They got that other nasty, the C5, which is garbage. <laughs> I like to see them drop off, like, tanks, like, on parachutes and Humvees. On parachutes. Have you seen the A-Team movie? Yeah. yeah! That's so sick when they drive the... They I take know, out on a ramp. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how uh, plausible it is to actually have a tank on one parachute. No, on one parachute. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> shoot the... Main gun, down. try to slow it down. I, in theory, it should work, right? It's enough power, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My favorite part of that scene is when they're on the airplane, the, the dude's like panicking, and then he's like, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be having a little bit of turbulence, but don't you worry, turbulence has never brought down a plane. And then like five seconds later, the radar starts bleeping. He's like, we got two inbound reapers. Bad news is those take down planes all the time. <laughs> The best part is the fisherman at the bottom where he's throwing dynamite in the lake. And yeah. like, That's cheating. <laughs> and then he gets shot down. <laughs> That's the best part. I love that movie. Alright. Alright. This is good, guys. You're kind of taking the helm here, Mike. Me? Alright, I don't, I don't have anything else to say. I had a couple questions for Jeremy. It's your turn now. <laughs> Ask something of Andrew. Alright, Andrew. Andrew. Well, you don't have any questions for me. What's your middle name? John. John is John. I'm impressed. Your initials are AJJ? Yeah. Okay. 
Mike, you can't answer this. It's like the opposite. Andrew, what's my middle name? Ooh. You've known it. It starts with an S. No, it starts with it, a P. It does, I know it starts That's with an S. That's my last name, dude. No, it starts with a P. It'll be my last name. Oh, it's Punk. <laughs> Good one. I know it starts with an S. Why? Because Spencer. William said that? No. I, I knew that anyway. <laughs> Smith. Sherbert. What the heck? It is! I knew it was something weird. How's that weird? That's like a common white that's name. That's like a last name. That's <laughs> like a common white name. I kept thinking Scott, but that's Mike's middle name. Yeah, no one can forget that. My name's spelled wrong because of my birth certificate. It's one T. <laughs> my grandma wanted it spelled with one T because my uncle's middle name is Scott with one T as well. And my mom's like, no, it's got to have two T's, but I guess grandma got her way, so it's one T. <laughs> It's even on my Eagle card and, you know, driver's license, all that crap. Sucks. Michael Scott Moore. Yeah. Michael Scott. So people yeah. <laughs> named after two famous people. One fictional, one real. The director and uh, Michael Scott. Okay. <laughs> What's your middle name? Hercules or some crap? His middle name's Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> First oh, name. yes. Yeah. His name's James. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. I, oh. I know that, too, because Madison texted me. He's like, she's like, can you text James or something? I don't know, the homework name? Yeah. He texts James, like, who's James? <laughs> he, he said he knew you. Oh, Harrison. <laughs> he goes by Harrison, by the way. Does she still call you James? We don't. I don't really. See... That's another thing that's not important to me, names and titles. I just, I, I don't go, Michael, how are you? I go, hey, how's it going? I try to avoid names because I tend to forget names. <laughs> you don't forget my name. And then I replace them with better ones. Like Trevor. Like Trevor, yeah. <laughs> or Kiera. Or Akira. Because apparently he was hurting me. Oh, God. Hey, so, uh, Jeremy, mm -hmm. how large would you say your friend group is at this school? Very small. Okay. Like, about how many people? Mmm. Say maybe like 10 people. Okay. That's not counting anybody through the Air Force either. Oh, my God. Because they're all your family, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You guys pretty uh, team oriented at the Air Force. We are. Do you walk into the room and really feel a connection? No. <laughs> <laughs> but usually when we're given a task, everybody works well together. Everybody's on the same. Be able to do their job. Right. Oh, good. That's like on our way back from dinner. Mike goes, uh, "Yeah, I was a really good middle school student." <laughs> I really graduated that one. But I mean, the way that's organized, it's different though too, because the freshmen don't really know what's going on. Yeah. The sophomores, there's like seven of us, because we started with like 60, and we're down to seven, because people get kicked out or drop. But a lot of people get kicked out because they're not qualified. But not you. Not me, because I'm a beast. <laughs> and then the juniors and seniors are on another level, because technically they're in a different course. Um, like right now I'm in a general military course the next year and the year after I'll be in a professional officer course okay so to them 
we don't really work the same as them. Like we have to salute them and call them sir and all these random things. That's because they're higher ranking. That's the other thing in the Air Force. You call everybody sir. We, well, I call them by their names, but like yeah. a lot of people, like the freshmen, don't know them, so mm. they just say sir or ma'am. You know what I was known as? Private. Nice. <laughs> Not sir. I, I don't get that. You know what the guys in the Marines are called? What, nothing? If they're going through they're... training. Trainees. Huh? They're called trainees if they're in training. <laughs> they don't even get private yet. <laughs> so, in the Army, if you were to see a higher ranking person, like an officer, what would you call them? Sir or ma'am. If it's an officer, sir or ma'am. If it's an NCO, sergeant. Basically, sergeant, because on the NCO is a sergeant. Corporal is, uh, yeah, corporal's just corporal. Because I call our star or our NCO sergeant, and then um, we call obviously the colonel and the captain, sir, or sometimes colonel. I, I thought you would still call an NCO in the air for sir, sir. You call them whatever you want, mm -hmm. unless they tell you they want something specifically. Oh. I but, made the mistake of calling the sergeant sir once. <laughs> It's the worst 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like sir, I work for a living. <laughs> but like, uh, the juniors and seniors are in the professional officer corps are like, their rank is technically like cadet captain or something. So they're like the officers and assuming then we're like the enlisted type thing. Mm. So it's like getting more practice calling higher ranking people sir or by their rank. You know what Because you don't want to miss that greeting in the actual Air Force. Yeah. You know what I did if I saw an officer walking the opposite direction I was toward me? What, turn around? If I, yeah. <laughs> if I saw like any signal on his uniform that it was anything higher than like a second lieutenant or well, second lieutenant or higher, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I, do, I do an about face and get the heck out of there. Yeah, so you know how like the officers I'd assume it's the same. Well, I guess... The uh, officer ranks are the same throughout the military, yeah? Well, I meant, like... Uh, you know how it's, like, on the... Except for the Navy. You know how it's on the... I can't think of the thing. Like, the collar or whatever? Yeah. Is it the same for OCPs? Like, officer ranks are here, and then list of ranks are on the side? Well, I guess it's probably different, because this is the ABU. I don't know how it works with the OCPs. Usually, no, yeah. Usually, if you're wearing your dress uniforms... Well, dress and ABUs. Okay. The officer ranks are on the collar here. They, I've seen, yeah, I've seen and, them like that, but not all. Everyone wears them like that, I don't think. And enlisted ranks are on the shoulder. Yeah. But uh, so, people have gone to the Air Force base like me, and we have officer ranks, but they're not like the actual officer ranks. So they'll wear wear them here, because that's what it is. And they'll go to the Air Force base, and all these enlisted people are like saluting and saying. Good morning, sir. Da 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 da. Calling these people, sir, who are the same as me, and which is essentially nothing, because they're scared that they'll get chewed out, because they just see the ranks on the collar and they're taught that means officer. Treat them oh. with respect. Hey, what? By the way, how bad are your smoke sessions? What? Like if you get smoked, someone does something wrong, your whole platoon gets smoked or something. No, we don't. We don't get smoked. Uh, <laughs> you don't? No. It's, 
So they don't like Dude, sitting. they Push. just don't give them donuts that day. <laughs> you don't get, you don't get to sit in the chair that day. Well, that. Do a standing desk. <laughs> well, you get the ball. <laughs> so when you get in trouble, nothing. Well, happens. nobody really gets in trouble. Like, nobody. I haven't seen anybody do anything bad, and if you get bad, you just get straight kicked out, so. It's not really a smoking He's lying, Mike. <laughs> they strap them up to the back of the plane. And they start doing loop de loops. And regardless. You know those like, banners? Mm-hmm. Those are just excuses for people to be hanging yeah. off the back of the And regarding oh. training and stuff like that, the way things are designed is either to make you fail or to make it really hard to succeed. And then you like get evaluated and graded on the things. And actually succeeding is only worth like one point. And everything else, it's all about taking risks, seeing what's worked, seeing what doesn't work. Because there's not a definitive way to like figure everything out. They want you to take a risk and See if it works, because that's how it is in the actual Air Force. It's just not like they're going to say, okay, here's your problem, and here's the step-by-step instructions on how to figure it out. Well, that's, you know the solution to all problems, right? What? No. Oh, what is it? Gone. Oh. Mm. You know, Jeremy, I am really disappointed you don't have any smoke stories. I am actually really disappointed in that. I have plenty. I won't share any. <laughs> yeah? But, yeah. You have to, like, do a push-up? No. Is that, what you, is that what you're talking about? Like physical? Yeah, like you're getting punished. Because that's right. what I was talking about with the guy who's at that training. That's He kept calling it getting smoked. And I didn't even know what he was talking about. Yeah. He says like the first 24 hours he just gets smoked the whole time. At where? At? In bed Langley. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, the first day, day zero, it was, it's called shark, week, shark day or shark week, more mm-hmm. like, because it's usually the whole week. And it's basically the drill starts at their worst. And that whole week was kind of crappy. My dad told me to be smart about it. The first day he was at basic, he said, uh, drill sergeant had him all in formation. And he's like, all right, who has their driver's license? Like seven guys except for my dad raised their hand, even though he did have one. And he's like, this ain't going anywhere good. And he's like, he points at the first guy that raised his hand. He's like, all right, you're driving the lawnmower. Get out there. <laughs> it was a push. <laughs> So any question like that, I avoided, kept my hand down or something, and I was right to do so usually. <laughs> my grandpa, when he was, went over to Nam, um, he arrives on base or whatever, and they similar thing where they line everyone up. And they go, all right, who wants to drive a truck? <laughs> and you know, you get everyone going, oh, I want to drive a big truck, because then they're like, oh, I won't have to walk through you know the razor grass forest and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, driving a truck is uh, hauling. Massive wheelbarrows full of construction material for the engineers. <laughs> Either that or it was like burning feces. Oh man. <laughs> Driving a hand truck. Yeah. <laughs> you know how really light and thin, right? Yeah. Uh, drill sergeant, we, you know, we're going on our like second ruck marches, like, uh, like eight miles, something like that. And, you know, we all have our M4 carbines. And someone has to carry the M240 Bravo. It was a light machine gun. Big. And... I'm like, kind of like, mm, no. Like, we'll give it some more. Keep it from blowing away in the wind. <laughs> it's like, God. So I'm carrying this thing, I'm carrying it wrong, too. Like, you're not supposed to carry a gun like it's a baby, you know? It makes yeah. it a bit easier. And I'm like, looking at my shoulder. You're supposed to cross your arms, aren't you? No, you're not. How do they have it in the water? 
No, not in the water. Oh, I thought you were going through the water. No, we're just... Eight I'll, mile rock through the water. I'm making it I'm making it as easy as I can because I'm... I'm walking, I'm, man. That's dude, easy. It's heavy, man. I'm walking. It's probably like mile oh, five. Oh, they're like fall. 60 pounds. And drill starting looks at me like... I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and of course, I was on this side of the road, so my down hand makes me hold a gun like this. Well, I have to keep... Uh, muzzle pointed the opposite way because yeah. my battle buddies are over there, so I gotta be like holding it awkwardly. Like, you um, don't want to be aiming the machine gun at your battle buddies. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's not loaded or anything. It's just proper gun safety, so it's just kind of like, uh, what's an unloaded machine gun worth? What, money? Not what? <laughs> what are you referring to? They're not marching into war. <laughs> I don't know. They're marching down the street eight miles and back. You know. <laughs> I, that was probably, you do marches, like long ruck marches or just... They did a ruck march to the Air Force Base the other weekend, but I couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that was the weekend, my, yeah, that was the weekend my family all came out. That was a couple weeks ago. I wasn't going to miss out on my family and go walk 20 miles with <laughs> gear. So you just can not show up? Yeah. Oh. It, like was a, it was an optional event, that's why. Why did anybody out there? Wow. Because it was like, well, also they got like tons and tons of food once they got there. Oh. Like they literally had 50 large pizzas. Don't know what that was. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. But also it was like... Uh, it's like Planet Fitness. It was to raise money for, um, I don't know, some hurricane or some something. I don't remember what it was. But it was like everybody who did the rock, a certain amount of money was like donated to the thing. Gosh. I think they had a pretty good turnout. I was going to be like a driver to go pick them up to drive back, but I couldn't do that either. Mm. So, Mike, I think with all that carrying and lifting and hiking and, you know, smoking and whatnot, you'd be stronger. I was stronger, yeah. I was a broken man, but I was stronger. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I can still do all that stuff here. So, you want to go on a 12-mile ruck march right now? See, I went on a... Five mile hike, and then you didn't even want to run afterwards. All right, we're going tonight. I remember back in the day, Mike, when he would go and do anything difficult, long mark or walks or whatever for scouting. After a couple miles, it's <laughs> my ankle hurts. My ankle well, hurts. You know, <laughs> it's different when you got a drill sergeant I, need a, I, need, I can't go on. <laughs> you know what happens if you can't complete a task in the army? You get given it. Harder task. <laughs> if you can't complete that, it gets gradually harder. <laughs> Until they find something to fit your expertise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one time I was even unable, like we had a, it was a tour at the end of training, so things were kind of dying down, and I was, me and a valid buddy, we were chosen to go to the company, and we, I manned the radio, and he manned the phone, so like, we did like, other drill sergeants and seals, like right away in like their location, so we'd be like, yeah, Roger, you know, right on the, a whiteboard so everyone knows where everyone is and all that stuff. I couldn't even do that right. I'm like, I'm no radio operator. I'm like, how do I work this thing? There's all these buttons and I'm like, oh crap. I was giving like a cheat sheet right here. I'm like trying to figure out. Oh, what's your location again? I'm sorry. And of course, real sergeant comes in as I'm coming, having difficulties. I'm like, yeah, this ain't for you. Come with me. <laughs> I go back to our company and everyone's getting smoked. And I'm like, oh, great. You can, he's like, you can join them up. Oh, great. Perfect. There are like 50 push-ups in, I'm like sitting here doing like five, I'm like, oh, is anyone watching? 
Did you ever have to do any log drills? Like, what the... That's Marine Corps. Okay, so you, you guys were using logs? No. Yeah, that's actually part of their training. Yeah. I'm glad they respect us. Yeah. <laughs> it's solely to get you stronger. Especially if you're infantry. If they wanted to get you stronger, Mike, they'd have you progressively lift heavier and heavier weights. See, Harrison. Yeah, Mike? It's to train you for realistic scenarios, you know? Like, you're, gonna, you're lifting like what? What's your bench right now? It's big. Alright, just tell me. 220? No, heavier than that. 250? Uh, let's see here. So, last week I did that incline push-up combo, but the week before that my work set was like... 254. See, that's not realistic. I'm not going to be going around. Yeah, but Mike, everything down. lighter than 254 is now easier for me to move. That's that, you got a good point there. And actually, that's, that is the point. The Army physical fitness test is changing. I know it's changing, yeah. So they're adding stuff like that in. They added, but they're still focusing uh, more on the cardio part. Yeah, and I the said, marksmanship part. Right? We spend a lot of money of taxpayer dollars on like creating these awesome vehicles that you guys get carted around in nowadays. And when I say you guys, I mean the military. Yeah. Whatever. They want to change the Air Force tests, fitness tests, to make them job specific. So like scooting around in a chair. So like <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, no, not I, no. That's not what I mean. I mean like because. Nowadays, cybersecurity and like all that stuff is really big, but the Air Force is lacking on uh, the ability to do that because a lot of the people. Wonderful, are... so people can hack that and get drones. Those are pretty secure, but I'm talking about this stuff. But uh, because the Air Force is the most like selective branch, I'd say one of like anything, and you can't get in. Like if you ever had like. Uh, like acne when you're a little kid and like it was really bad or something, that's a disqualifying thing. Makes no sense. All these things. And so then if you think about like the stereotypical like really computer geek, really smart guy, really it's not the physically fit, fitness buff, perfect everything. So the Air Force is missing out a lot on that because all those people are really smart and making a ton of money in civilian jobs because they're not qualified. Yeah, you can just go to... What's it called? Where they design the apps? Silicon Valley? Yeah. They just go to Silicon Valley. I mean, a lot of those guys are making high six figures a year for just typing. So they just think Seems it would boring. be... They could get a lot of better people, like the person best for the job by changing the standards. That makes sense. Remind me, I gotta show you a video after this podcast. I showed Jeremy. He thought it was pretty funny. The recruiter one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why aren't you an ROTC, a lazy prick? Because I have problems with authority, that's why. Oh. <laughs> hey, give me 50, Fon. No. <laughs> hey, if Tony tells me no, I respect that. I don't want to make this man mad. No, no, here's a funny image. Look at Andrew real quick. Yeah? Take off the beard, give him a shaved head, and give him an army uniform. <laughs> that's a scary sight. <laughs> he would look like a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> Make a mean face right now. Yeah. He's <laughs> all hemmed up. He'd look like a shaved biker. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> Alright, alright. Well, where were we? Oh, fitness tests. Um, I had something to ask. I've forgotten now. No, they're also. Oh, 
Well, as we saw earlier, so clearly you're not in any combatives courses. Um, are they going to be putting you through any? Through combatives. Because um, what happens if you have to eject and, you know, parachute down in your chair? Well, John well yeah, because you go through training depending on what job. Like, so if I go get a pilot slot, I'll be going through pilot training. Okay. And that's a bunch of different stuff. That's really intense. I'd assume pilot training has some sort of combatives in it. We've all done it. I would hope. I would think. I mean, if it's a desk job like you were mentioning earlier, I'm probably not or something. Yeah, like it depends on what you get. Because a lot of the jobs in the Air Force as an officer, the way it works is as an officer, you're getting the difficult questions. Because essentially your job is problem solving. So you're getting all the difficult questions because... When I get a mission, I give it to Mike as the lowest on the totem pole. No offense, Mike. <laughs> if Mike can't figure it out, he's going to ask his next highest ranking person. And if that guy can't figure it out, he's going to say go to the NCOs or something. If they can't figure it out, then they're going to go to the next guy. And then eventually it gets to me. So then I'm left with the question that nobody else was able to answer. So then I have to figure out the question or the answer for it. And then I would then like brief my answer to the base commander and tell him, okay, this is what I'm doing. It's like, essentially, that's what your daily job looks like. You're doing briefings for the highest ranking person, telling them how everybody else is doing and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But through the pilot training, one of the things I've heard they have to do, I think it's called the PASS training. You ever heard of that? No. Um, but one of the things is like... Is that an acronym? Yeah, but I can't, I don't remember what it stands for. I think it's past. But one of the things is like a torturing session. Like they interrogate you and they can like break your fingers and stuff. Because it's, you yeah, have to like keep all. Yeah. But or they can like do all these different things physical to you to make sure you hold on to information. Because that's before you get your top secret clearance. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't go. That approve your beetle? Mm hmm. You want to train for that? Not right now? now. <laughs> I wish I could break it. Probably. <laughs> Look at me with Tony and his dad just staring at you in the room. You tough now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not. I'm not really into the whole breaking things now. Because if I get hurt now, they'll just kick me out. Mm. That sucks. Let's be honest. I mean, if he's breakable, they want him. He's the Air Force. <laughs> That's true. I mean, then he could just, his fallback job could be the Army. No. My fallback job will be the commercial aviation where I can go in as soon as I graduate and make six figures easily. <laughs> Crap. You know, well, a lot of my pilots aren't exactly in the greatest shape, right? What? They have a lot of health problems. The, health, the Air Force pilots? No, 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 no. Commercial pilots. Yeah. Why? Why? Because they're unhealthy? Well, no, I mean, you got... You're working weird hours, uh, you're breathing recycled air a lot, and you're under a lot of stress. I mean, you think about it, you got the lives of 500 people or however many on the plane that are in your hands. Want to know some fun facts about that? What? When you're flying on an airplane, there's a good chance that your pilot's actually never flown that airplane before. That's specific even, airplane. No, any airplane. Oh, good. That's... It's even more stress than that. But yeah, their life expectancy isn't high. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not like that bad. 
Look it up. Life expectancy of a commercial pilot. I'm guessing sixties. Well, what? <laughs> Stuff's been getting way better. It used to be pretty bad, but now everything's. Like used so to you know be... how the retirement age for I guess men is like sixty-five. Yeah. For pilots, they're recommended to retire earlier. They're actually encouraged to retire earlier. I don't think I've ever seen a pilot that flies commercially with a full head of hair. I don't think I've seen a pilot <laughs> older, older than the age of like 40, honestly, now that I think about it. You have a point there. Yeah, every plane I've been on, it looked like they're in their 30s or something. But, at the same time, if you're an Air Force pilot, you can wear those cool bomber jackets. Aviators. My GM wears those anyway. Now, um, then he's a tool. He was, he was in the Army, but whatever. Not the Air Force. He thinks he's top gun or something. Not if he was in the Army. Not enough if he was in the Army, no. You ever tell him, hey, that's a naval flight? <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Um, what was that? Oh, just a squeak. I really hate apartments. <laughs> that, that's that's bugging me. <laughs> You're in everyone's different doors. Yep. What'd you find? It is lower, but I haven't found like a like a number. Yeah. That's okay. I'm sure a boatload of coffee and good-looking flight attendants will really help out. <laughs> Probably doesn't help that bad. A bunch of those people live pretty like unactive lifestyles too. They literally get in an airplane. Fly, go somewhere and like party or sleep or something. Well, yeah, I mean, flying, well, either that or they've got a return flight in, you know, seven hours or whatever. But flying is, that's pretty stressful. A lot of people get on a plane and fall right to sleep. You know, my aunt does that. She gets on a plane and goes, All right, here, here, Harrison. What? Longevity figures for the pilots are markedly worse than for the rest of the population. According to the National Center of Health Statistics, the overall Average life expectancy for Americans 60 years old is 20.4 years. At 60. I don't even get that. What does that mean? Because I saw that too. What is American 60 years old is 20.4 years? Oh, 76. Oh, the life expectancy of the average male citizen is 76 years. However, the subject of what the life expectancy of airline pilot has been debated. This stress causes the tellers. All right, so there's a lot of debate on it. Generally speaking, they do have shorter lifespans. Disputed. Disputed, okay. Liberal media. Yeah. CNN. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a stressful job, but at the same time, things are getting easier and easier for pilots as computers like advanced. Sure. Because nowadays, airplanes can... There's some airplanes that can literally fly themselves, take off through the flight and land in zero visibility, which a pilot couldn't do. So what you're saying is you're going to be useless in like 10 years. No, I don't think it'll ever get to a you know, point where. <laughs> no, I don't think it ever will get to a point where there's no pilot on board, because no matter how good or bad a computer is, it can't do things like in emergencies. Oh, yeah. yeah it's there's only a family episode on it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like for like for guys. example, oh, there's yeah, this yeah, flight that happened down. where these guys were uh, they're flying this plane. I can't remember the exact flight. Uh, but something in, they're flying in a DC-10, which has two wing, or two engines, one on each wing, and then there's also one on the tail, on the rudder. And something in that fan on the turbine broke, and it shut down, like it cut wires and shut down all their controls. So they had no controls over anything. 
like literally nothing. So they can't turn, they can't climb, descend. And so in that situation, a computer wouldn't have been able to do anything because it's not going to be able to do anything. But the pilot, the like, person in charge, thought about it and said, okay, we can fly this airplane using differential thrust. So like okay, give sure. more to the right, then we'll turn left because that's good yeah. more. And if we put more power to both, then we'll climb. If we do less to both, then we'll descend. So by doing that, he was able to fly to an airport and land and 111 people died, but there was 300 on board total. So like 200 people survived because of this guy. And they would have yeah. all survived, but when they were going in, like one of the engines failed, so the left wing hit the ground, like cartwheeled. No. Well, 66% ain't bad. You're not helping Andy. Especially when there's no controls at all. Oh, I, yeah, I hate flying. Yeah, you're not helping his fear, you know? <laughs> Next time you get out, well, you want to hear something good? Well, kind of in in the past ten years, there's been one death on American airlines, on American flights. Good. That one death is his name was Andrew. Yeah. By the way. You hear about that India flight? No. Where the pilot forgot to pressurize the cabin. What? <laughs> People started like bleeding from their ears and stuff, and they finally pressurized it. <laughs> oh my god! You didn't hear about that? No. Oh, the news. That's, that's pretty bad. You should look that up. That's all. Oh, fly the Indian flights. Oh, I gotta poop so bad. It's like Air India. <laughs> go, go back a minute. No, we're doing we're nowhere. That's a dedication. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So, is your biggest fear than like Elon Musk even thinking about building a plane? You know who Elon Musk is? Yeah. Yeah. What does him thinking about building a plane mean? They make your job outdated. If you think a pilot needs to be on there with Elon Musk project, you won't be Failed ready. SpaceX crap. No, they'll get us. Failed SpaceX? It's going. Oh, yeah. I don't, think going. They're, they'll, I don't think they'll ever get to the point of no pilot. Maybe they'll get, get down to one rockets. pilot instead of two or to three. But I don't think they'll ever get rid of And I don't even think they'll do that because then there's only one guy which causes more bad situation, because if you're flying at night, one guy alone, in a closed area, you get tired. Here's a real question for you. Flat Earth, round Earth. This matters as a pilot. I mean, you've I'm been a flat Earther, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, uh, but no. <coughs> it's interesting to listen to Elon talk about how oh, the Tesla, it's got a camera in the front of it, right? And the camera sees, and I forget the exact number, so I'm gonna, I might mess this up, but it was something like 20,000 frames a second or whatever. Or maybe not a second, but a minute. Um, and so it was explaining that because it sees so much faster than we do, it's already thought about what's happening in front of it that many more times than we are. And so, like, by the time you realize the guy in front of you is stepping on its brakes, it's already telling the motors that are spinning your wheels to slow down. Hmm. It's, it's, it's too, already made the adjustments. It's too bad Elon Musk's front camera doesn't really do much for you when you're flying through the air with nothing in front of you. It's too bad he's <laughs> pothead. Well, yeah, but you just use the same thing with triangulation, <clears throat> which is pretty basic stuff. So you're just talking about navigation? Well, yeah, figuring out well, what's I mean, going there's on. There's already computers that have that, but... Yeah. You can design a sensor to detect anything. Speaking of Teslas, check out our sponsor, Alihoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. If you want to feel safe on a flight, buy an Alihoo because they're comforting, they're loving, and they're really, really fluffy. Um, 
Real quick on Mike's flat earther thing. <laughs> okay. Anybody that thinks that is wrong, first of all. Well, why? Right, here, here, let me demonstrate. I'll be right back. You want me to give you a quick rundown? No, I'll give you an example in a second. Alright, so anyway, finishing up the ad. Um, when you buy one Alley-Hoo, a matching Alley-Hoo will be sent to a child in need at the Children's Hospital here in Minnesota. Um, so go on over to their website. It's AlleyHoo.com. Alright, here we go. I'm about to disprove Jeremy's rounder. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you going to spill water here? No, I'm just saying. See this? This is a plate. If I were to pour water on this plate, the water will stay there unless I tip it, right? Much like our oceans. Now, if I was holding a basketball, per se, if I pour water on that, it just goes off the edges onto the ground. Your move, round earthers. All right, now that you've heard the moron give his, uh, I don't know what that was. Now you can hear an actual thing. When it comes to navigation and aviation, put that down, Mike. Uh, when you're in certain altitudes, you're unable to pick up the radio signals because they travel straight, and due to the curvature of the Earth, you'll be flying underneath of where the radio is because it can't go around the Earth. Sure. If it was flat, that would not be an issue. One bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know what, uh, what doesn't require waves? Okay. What? <laughs> A compass. Nice, we have a compass in our airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need radio waves then? To talk to ground control? Ground control. Well, that, that Your name is not Major Tom. That doesn't work says. the same. The, the compass doesn't really help you with finding anything. You can't just find the north. Nice one. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> you, you just said it doesn't help you find anything. That's what it does. Yeah, but you have to have other things to like get what? to places. Well, first of all, when you're flying, you don't just pick a direction, then that's all you fly. Like, you have to fly a certain distance at a certain speed at a certain altitude and everything to get to a spot. And, yeah. If you're just flying on a compass heading, there's lots of deviation and variation errors. We're talking a lot about aviation this episode. Oddly enough, uh, that's what he's in school for, Mike. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh! Now it makes sense. Well, let's talk about computer stuff. Tony. No. <laughs> what is with you just dramatically changing the topic? It's funny. It's for the viewers. <laughs> Lord. Anyway, all you need is a compass and a I'd like to. I'd like you to try and fly with just a compass. <laughs> I'll see you in the news on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, land. 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 When you land, faith like, nose down. <laughs> Jeremy, well, how you were right. Not nose down into the ground. It's all into the ground. No, 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 no. Who do you think I am, Harrison Ford? No, like your that. name is Harrison. Your dad does look like Harrison Ford. I ain't gonna lie. I think. What he doesn't? I think he does. I think it's more of the eyes than anything. I don't else. think anybody else here agrees with you. You cannot fly with just cones. You look like Slash. Impossible. I just can't. That's kind of true. Your hair, more like. What do you think they were using before they had all your? Fancy wing wings and they had bobs. instruments. They still had instruments. Like a trumpet or what? <laughs> no. There's the dumbest questions right now. 
Well, boy, I tried to talk to him about, you know, like, fun stuff, like being a wingman and whatnot, but then he just started talking about cadences. Oh, that's and true. Oaths. By the way, let's go back to that. Oh, God. What makes a good wingman? Other than, like, he can't use me. I'm a great one, man. I wasn't going to put you on my list. How <laughs> <laughs> do you think you got You're not calling Mike when you're going to the... What are you talking about? What kind of wingman are you talking about? Like, yeah. help me pick up the chicks? Like, I don't know. Man. I don't know, man. Like a wingman. Like, this is my number two, you know? Who's your number, Who's your number one? one? I am. <laughs> so you're, you're on number one? Just, that doesn't really like make sense though. If Mike's my number two, you'd be like Mike's my number one. He's my right hand man. Yeah, the right hand man's number two. How do you think he got his current girlfriend? The number two. <laughs> I went up to her. I'm like, hey, you see that guy right there? He's eyeballing you. She goes, say so hi. It's not what happened, but yeah, well, it was. You were it's pretty much just. <laughs> That's that. My anyway, my practical joker is the guy who walks up there like wingmanning for each other. He's like at the dating thing. He just walks up and he's like, hey, yeah, my friend's been staring at you nonstop for the last 20 minutes and I think it's kind of starting to get creepy at this point. And then, then the other guy has to come in and explain himself. <laughs> what a great show. Now that's a wingman. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's what you want? So I want someone who's... I'll be that guy for you, Jeremy. Say a random lie to get me involved. <laughs> See him? He can bench 400 pounds. No way! And then a guy with a white no. mic walks into the room. No, lower expectations is the key. <laughs> so you look at say I'm Harrison's wingman, pretty girl, right? See that guy? He can bench press fifty pounds. And he goes over there and he's like, actually, it's more like two hundred. And she'd be like, oh, that's more than I expected. <laughs> and then you're reeling her in. See, I'd be like, or a realistic scenario. Hey, that guy can bench fifty pounds. I care why. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go over there and be like, oh, hey, this point. is a great guy. He shows up. And then, uh, you don't. Well, here, here's the thing. It's easier <laughs> depending on who you're wingmanning for. Like, Andrew, for instance. I, he, I feel like, no, I feel like he'd be uh, easier because you got stuff to go on, right? Go up to see that guy? He can braid your hair for no, you. you. Well, that. <laughs> I can. Good, that's a good point. But I, I'd go up to your and be like, yeah. Yeah, see, he's a decent looking guy, but did you know he's in a band and he's a drummer? <laughs> And by the way, they're up next, assuming we're at like the bar they're playing yeah. at. <laughs> and uh, they're looking for groupies. Exactly. Of course. No, with a guy like we, we always have applications available. Like with a guy like Tony, I'd be like, you know, he's a black belt. You got stuff to go off of. Harrison's a little tougher. You got to be like, <laughs> like what do you go off of? Like a park board? <laughs> maybe See that guy? He, he goes track. Maybe he goes to the gym like once a week or something. You know, <laughs> maybe. Maybe he makes a lot of money doing nothing. The only thing you have to go on with Harrison is that his hairstyle constantly changes. <laughs> it's like you'll like be dating a different person every week. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Jeremy, it's kind of more difficult. Like, he's wearing glasses, so it's kind of nerdy. So you gotta... now, on top of that, he has got a honker. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be more like, see that? Sick-looking, freckle-faced kid over there. He's really sad. His Give him a hug. His girlfriend left him four years ago. <laughs> He's still upset about it. And his mom continually berates him for it. <laughs> he tried to just go over there and pat him on the head. Yeah. And then with me, it's more like, yeah, Mike. 
Oh, I heard about you, Mike. No, let's... Yeah, you're Will Moore's brother. Can you introduce me? <laughs> That's exactly how that would go. <laughs> I've never been a... I've never approached any girl. I've always been approached, so I never had this scenario happen. <laughs> I think a lot of them mistook you for Will. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Your sister had a crush on Will. Oh, God. <laughs> you, were, you were crap for that all the time. What? So you were the well, they were like, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Was, It was like when Will was still at, you, when you both were still at BC and Will was kind of like around, you know? Wow, she really liked the more boys. How's <laughs> yeah. next? up next, buddy. Oh, gosh. Abort, abort. Abort, abort. <laughs> She'll be playing too. Xbox all day with him. <laughs> He'd be like, what the? Oh, this game's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. You keep saying that this game's broken. I mean, I know. I got that. That's Jeremy's favorite line. I got that from them, yeah. This game's so broken. I'm uninstalling. <laughs> I'd say once every three weeks. Where does that come from? Once every yeah. three to four weeks, they get me to play this game online that I absolutely hate playing. You love it. I play because I like talking to him. And what what game is this? It's called Heroes of the Storm. It's like a League of Legends type game. And this is the guy that you say you know, but... Yeah. We've never actually actually met him. Right. He's actually going to come here over the summer, but it didn't work Uh, out. uh Very suspicious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure he also knows Jay Leno. Anyway. No, this Um, guy has no friends. No. (laughs) So, so we play this game, right? And... Jeremy sucks. I'm good, <laughs> but we always have a crappy team or unbalanced opponent where they just have a... Sounds like a bunch of excuses. It is. <laughs> and so then we'll be losing, I just will start yelling, This game's broken! Why am I playing? I don't want to be playing! I'll see you guys in three weeks! And then he'll like get up from his computer in the middle of a game, be gone for three to five minutes, he'll come back and he'll be like, Alright guys, I, just, I got a snack, I'm back. Yeah. Alright, this is the uh, outro for episode 025 up in North Dakota, where your boys, Mike, Tony, and Harrison, Harrison, and this has been the Nest. Hey, Kaka. 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 Alright, that's good enough. Turn it off. <laughs>